Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Camp Spare Guy podcast, your go-to podcast for everything real estate related in Cape Town. In today's episode, we have a very special guest on, Richard Hardy. Richard has had such an amazing property journey. He's been in the industry for over 22 years. He started his career in London, working in prestigious agencies and working in places like Mayfair and on Park Lane. He also worked in Guernsey and won awards for best business in Guernsey, as well as in marketing and innovation in the real estate industry. And he is now the owner of Hardy Property in Cape Town, and he's grown such an amazing team and a business here. So I can't wait to get into this episode. I really enjoyed sitting down with Richard. He was one of the first agents I ever worked with in Cape Town. So it was such a great moment for me having him on the podcast. So I really hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Let's get into the show. Richard, you've had an amazing uh, journey in the real estate world from London to Guernsey and back to Cape Town. Could you share some of the key moments that shaped your career? Yeah, so um, definitely Foxton's, um, where I first started. Um, it was hardcore. Um, you know, yeah. you you got rewarded with your with your mini, um, but you had yeah, to yeah. you had to work hard. It was eight till eight in the office at eight, and you did viewings till eight, and it was the only company that did it. Um, they were very much ahead of themselves. And everyone else, and they, and I believe they still are actually amazing technology. Um, but yeah, you worked, you worked hard. Um, you saw people disappear, you saw people come in. You kept your head down, and you just kept going. And you know, I absolutely yeah. love it, loved it. They, they also had real structure as well. You know, they said you yeah. must do this at this time. You were not allowed to waver outside of that. But then I very, very quickly. That was in Wimbledon. I very quickly went up to Central London to Chelsea. Um, and I loved it, but then I just sort of super, and I loved being an agent, and it was great, and I was in Chelsea, which is, you know, SW3, just off Sloan Street, Sloan Square, and it was amazing, um, and great agents as well, and I met some really amazing people who are still friends, um, and I've still got those networks as well, um, but then I sort of super quickly went into management, and and then you mentioned Harrods Estates, and this recruitment wow. agent kept on calling me and just saying, we want to interview you. And I was like, no, no, no. And eventually, like four weeks later, I said, okay, I'll, I'll come. <laughs> so they gave me a location and I went in there and I remember I, I was in there for like an hour and I phoned my dad afterwards and I said, you're not going to believe this. I think I was like 26 or 27. They want me to set up Harrods Estates on Park Lane, Mayfair. Um, wow. And, you know, I had to go for the whole interview with Mohammed Al-Fayed and everything that goes with working for the Harrods brand. Um, and that was amazing. Wow. But then I got poached back by my previous company. Wasn't happy yeah. there. And then you mentioned Phil Spencer and went into the buying agency. And the buying agency is very significant for me because that really has given me great skills going forward because people paid me to find houses for them. And so it wasn't a sales job. So the agents yeah. used to love me. They always tell me everything. And if I had a buyer, I was their number one person. And it was great because you advise people. And, and it was a very fulfilling role. And I got to see some of the most amazing homes and meet some incredible people. I worked for some really incredible, very well-known clients. Um, wow. And that was a challenge, um, especially celebrities as well. Um, I, I worked for a lot of football players, but I had no idea who they were. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I worked for a lot of celebrities. Um, and that was, that was really, really amazing. I loved it. And that's why now in my job, I still work yeah. for a lot of buyers because I actually, I love it. 
yes, um, yes. and also even when I'm selling something it's never a sale yes. it's actually just about advising people so that was a real pivotal part of my career and then wow. yeah and then I went off to a small line channel lines Guernsey yeah. um, sure. which was also amazing um, and then and then decided to return as you said to yeah. the birthplace yeah so I, I don't actually know the background of how so you were obviously born in South Africa but did you grow up go to school here or wow. so wow. I was what? so I was born in Cape Town because my father was in the foreign office um, and okay. so as kids we were all being born in different countries um, sure. so I was born here um, but then they loved it so much that we actually stayed here um, okay. Well, my wow. mum did, and my dad, you know, carried on foreign office. So he was in different countries. My mum was here, so I actually grew up sure. here and schooled here till I was eight. Um, but then wow. I was shipped off to boarding school in the okay. UK. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Sounds like a, a lovely childhood. And uh, what made you get into the world of real estate? I fell into real estate. I, I actually like most people. I, yeah, I actually started <laughs> in. I actually did um, my university degree in tourism and um, and management and economics. Um, okay. And I actually started a fast track course with Marriott um, in central London. But very quickly, I was like, mm, not sure this is what I really want to do. And a friend of mine just said, you should go and work for an estate agent. We used to walk past Foxton's uh, on the tube and like all these guys are in there like till eight o'clock at night in their suits. And it was like, you know, I love the energy. So yes. I just, I went and got an interview with Hamptons. Foxton's both gave me a job. I took the mini. <laughs> um, and um, and yeah, yeah. and and that was it. And and here Amazing. we here we still are. Yeah. And, and and I always say, and I'm sure you'll find it somewhere, is yeah. I love Mondays because I is. never I never ever wake up thinking I don't like like my job. And actually, the yes. only time I've ever done that um, was when I was poached back by another company, and yes. I changed it very very quickly because wow. it was the first time I'd ever been unhappy. Um, but otherwise, and if I ever have a moment where I'm not happy, I think what's going on because I, you yes. know, I absolutely, I, I love my job. So you love the industry, love yeah. your job. Yeah. That's amazing. And how, how did your international experiences in London and Guernsey shape your perspective on real estate and what, and what unique insights do you think you brought back to Cape Town? from your yeah so i think you know london i obviously worked in very very prime areas and then as the buying agent i met some very very influential people and i i guess you can say i put a black book together then i went to guernsey which again is attracts a lot of wealthy people um and then a lot of you know uh, advisors so financial lawyers etc etc so that network has also been exceptionally useful to me here um, because the world is a small place. And I mean, yes. it, I'm, I know we're going to get onto social media at some <coughs> point. Definitely. Um, but if you take the business side of social media and you look at LinkedIn, you know, I sold something to a guy I knew from London, moved to Singapore, and he bought it unseen in Cape Town because he knew me from then, trusted me. And he said, Rich, I've seen all your marketing. I trust you. Let's talk about the facts and figures. And he bought it. And then he came to sit after he'd bought it. Wow. You know, once it transferred. So, you know, he was sure. sort of happy. So, and, and that network has carried with me. Um, yeah. So my international pool is massive. Yes. Um, and also it's, 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 plus with a sort of diplomatic background, you know, my dad was always in Africa, India, wherever. Yeah. You know, 
I also grew up very international, so my sure. I guess my life experience um, has paved the way as well. Amazing. So you're like a multicultural, multifaceted. Yeah, and look, you've got I've connections from yeah, all around the 100%, world. So you know, after school, I spent yeah. a year in Malaysia in the jungle. Sure. Um, but I, you know, I met amazing people there as well. You know, I did go to university, yeah. but you know, it's it's all of those combined. So how was that? How was the experience in the in the jungle in Malaysia? Again, um, we'd need like two days to talk about <laughs> it because it was a phenomenal, phenomenal year. I went to an island called Pankor, which is three by two. Um, it's mainly Chinese, then 30% Malay, 10% Indian. So you've got all of those cultures. It's a fishing island. And just to give you an idea, the first night going over on the boat, we got stuck on a sandbank in the dark. Um, have sure. it, and <laughs> there was a Sumatra storm coming in. And I was told to take my trousers off um, and jump into the water. And pushed this boat, and then we arrived on the in the jungle, and just yeah, I can't even describe it to you. Wow. Um, and yeah, I, look, I was I was actually a bit of a I was a bit of a sort of a manny, um, but I was yeah. also helping this family out. Um, they were English family, but the kids went to Chinese school, so I used to take these kids on a on a scooter, two of them with me. I used to pick up food on the on the handlebars. Um, I used to take the boat out, teach them to swim in the sea, um, and then was living in the jungle. Food was amazing, got bitten by a snake. Sure. Um, yeah, had to have an anti-venom jab. Um, wow. I've got more stories than we can even amazing. mention. It was uh, <laughs> unbelievable, yeah. We'll have to get into that one in the next, yeah. uh, in yeah. the next podcast. That's a whole other podcast, yeah. 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 Cool. And then what made you come back to South Africa in 2016? So actually, uh, you know what? Um, almost 10 years prior, I actually wanted to come back. Um, but I was talked out of it um, by an auntie, actually, um, in the north of England. And, and it, was actually, it was actually good that I didn't because the rest of that career paved the way for me, um, just from an experience point of view. Um, and yeah, and my mum's always been here, so she, she's yeah. been here since 1980. Uh, well, sure. they were here prior, but she's been back permanently since 1980. Um, wow. She was in Grayton. Um, and sure. I just love it. I've always called um, Cape Town home. Okay. Um, and I just, I just felt that I wanted to be here, lifestyle, mum's here. Yeah. yeah, I just, it was always niggling. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Same, yeah. yeah. Cape Town, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I know a lot of people that are born in, well, grew up internationally and they're still, you know, they'll go anywhere in the world. They're English or they're German yeah, or whatever. It's just and that, they just, it's they just call that, Cape Town home. It's, it's that just, pull. It's a place. There's yeah. a definite pull. Yeah. 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 I don't blame you so for coming no back. Regrets, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And can you take us through the challenges you face with Night Frank in establishing, you know, it must have been, I've, I, obviously, I've worked for, a brand that's not as established in an area and it's it's very difficult to establish that brand how did you go about getting getting that going um, yeah yeah that, and that what was challenges did you so face? that was yeah. very challenging because agency is very different here culturally um, and you know in, in the UK agents get salaries here it's commission driven so that does present its challenges mm. um, also I came in they're like who is this guy coming from abroad um, and 
and I'm sure the guys at Night Frank won't mind me saying this, but you know, when I started, people were like, oh, what, Frank Knight? Frank Knight? And people were calling me Frank. <laughs> um, weren't you with Ann Porter? Are you Ann Porter? And so it was that really tricky transition, and the agents were actually just saying, please do something about this. So, so then really what it was was about, right, what are you, what are you doing advertising-wise? What are you doing social media-wise? Nothing. Um, and I said, listen, you've got to spend to accumulate. We've got to, we've got to make the, we've got to make this international brand sexy in Cape Town. Yes. You know, um, we're not trying to take over the world. So really, it was just about you know working with a PR company, working with the marketing, and just, I guess, drip feeding, um, and get just get starting to sort of drip feed out there. And and you talked about consistency yeah. in the in the intro, yes. being consistent. Um, yeah. And yeah, and networking, talking to people, um, uh, m going to London and meeting the Night Frank agents there, bringing that knowledge back. Yes. Um, yeah, it was Amazing. It, it yeah. really spending some money. Um, yeah, spending and money and spending having some a lot money. of fun. I can imagine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, uh, you know, but yeah, it's yeah. but it was hard. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, it's it's always difficult, but must be rewarding. But obviously, yeah, now, and it, it was it yeah. was it was challenging. It was yeah. that was challenging. Yeah. So now, as as the founder and director of of Hardy Property, what inspired you to establish your own real estate agency? Okay. So remember that I set up Hardy Property in lockdown. Yeah. So I went in. I actually went into lockdown, not working. And then I was like, right, what are you gonna do? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't wanna jump into another corporate, um, no yeah. offense to corporates, but I just was, I, I was just like, I just don't want to do this. And at Living Room in Guernsey, uh, being half of that business, I'd had a taste of it being your own company, being innovative, marketing, creative, freedom, I guess. So yeah. I just thought, you know what, we're just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this myself. Yeah. Um, and obviously the name was <coughs> tricky, what to come up with, do you call yourself Richard Hardy Property, Hardy Property, do you not use your name, what do you do? So that was super, super hard and I almost did it backwards. Um, we, I, I actually created the, the brand, well not backwards, but I did brand, website, and then I was like, I, ooh, I better actually start telling some people that we've kind of been doing all of this, but we couldn't do anything anyway because we weren't yeah. allowed outside of our houses. So yes. when we got the slight go ahead that agents were gonna be allowed to start viewings, that's where I just sort of, I think I'll put something yeah. on Facebook, I went, just to let you know, this is what I've been doing. And that's yeah. kind of where it all started, so yeah. Amazing, and you having such a good network. That's what I, no, so that's off. actually what I was afraid of. Yeah, so yeah. I was really afraid that I didn't know enough people in Cape Town yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, Cape Town is one of those cities. It's about who you know, et cetera. So I was really, really scared about that. Um, sure. But within a day, I realized that people were super supportive um, wow. and were amazing, actually. And I did my, I think I've told you, I did my first deal in six days. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Home Loan Junction. Home Loan Junction are a bond originator. And if you don't know what a bond originator is, a bond originator will help you get finance for your next property purchase. They'll go to all the banks, get you the best interest rate so that you don't have to go and barter and make sure that 
and they'll make sure that you get the best deal for your next purchase. So if you're a foreigner or a local South African, Home Loan Junction will help you get the best finance for your purchase. Thank you so much to Home Loan Junction for sponsoring the podcast. It wouldn't be possible without you. That's I didn't amazing. even have an agreement to sell. Wow. I was like... So you just went gung-ho straight. You were just like, I'm going to do this thing. And you just, boom, hit the ground running. Yeah, and, and people like just started calling. And they were like, please, can you come and see us? And blah, blah, blah. And I was just yeah, like, yeah. okay. And then, yeah, first deal in six days. And I sure. then approached another agent friend. I went, um, hi, can I please borrow the structure of your agreement of sale? <laughs> Unfortunately, she was very kind. She said, absolutely. Yeah. Just get a lawyer to tweak it for you. And, and that's where we started. And it was, I guess, an organic process because... And then someone said, can you rent this for me? And rentals are amazing. I mean, yeah. those like carried me through just paying for Property24 and those kind of things. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, yeah. well done. Thanks. Um, and in a rapidly evolving real estate industry, how does Hardy Property leverage innovations and technology to enhance the client experience and stay ahead of the curve? Yeah, so I'm always I'm always searching to, I'm always searching to try and be ahead. Um, I sometimes sometimes it's nice i see other ideas i tend to see them abroad i i don't see yeah. them here so i do like to think that um i'm ahead of the curve here um yeah. and i guess i know i am when i see everyone else following and i guess that's flattery um and but then you've got to you've got to find the next thing so yeah. i'm always trying to be creative i think um for me, the, the most important thing for me is that when people are using the Hardy Property tool, so like let's take a website, is that it's easy for people. Yeah, it it yeah. needs to be quick, it needs to be easy, the information is there, it's at hand. And then social media, it's consistent. Um, nice. I, for my clients, I put their properties, it's international, they're on portals. So I'm competing with the guys who say that they're international companies here because I'm also doing that. So yeah. I offer all the stuff internationally and locally, plus massive on social media, and, yeah. and plus like always trying to find ways to approach buyers or your market. So let's take that you're marketing something in Steenberg on the golf course. Yeah. Okay, well let's, let's try and find some golfers. Let's try and find yeah. some people who love wine. Let's try and find, so you just, so every, you, every you, property you, I get, I sort of yeah. like look at the circle and I'm like, what, what can I, what yeah. can I do rather than just putting on property 24 and, and hoping for the best? Amazing. So will you literally go and find golfers or will you go to the golf club oh, and drop some flyers off there? Or, or, how, how do you, or a lot of it's digital. It? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's your digital approach. Okay. So, so like you'll, if you do a social media campaign, you'll target people. I, always, I always target people. Okay. No, I always, yeah, yeah. and there's generally always a campaign behind every property. Amazing. So I'll always, so, so I'll always do that. But you've, the, this is, I'm sure yeah. some of you will get onto as well, but that's yeah. where you've got to be consistent yes. because I've always been consistent with social media. I've got my favorites, yeah. um, you know, being Instagram. Yeah, um, yeah. everyone loves it. But I know we met on TikTok, <laughs> but it's like, but Instagram yeah. is definitely my favorite, but I Same still, here. I do all the social media for Hardy Property. Wow. So I'm like, I'm consistent always across all of the platforms. Um, yeah. And then we look at each one and we go, you know, which is the right audience, et cetera, et cetera, because you can take a TikTok and you can take a Twitter and I almost put those in the same camp, but yeah. then certain age groups aren't on Instagram, then certain age groups love Facebook and certain people yes. aren't on any social media. So then 
then what do you do? So then yeah. it's actually maybe a pick up the phone, an yeah. email, speak to trusted advisors. There's all sorts of things you 100%. can do. You've just got to actually just do it. I like your approach. It's super creative. It's mm. super, it's forward thinking. I like you've, the you've idea got to of be. taking that property and saying, okay, who are these buyers? And then seeing, okay, how can we reach those buyers? And then maybe you've, making yeah. like a proper marketing plan i feel like not a lot of agents do that they just take pictures and they put the property online and hope that somebody's gonna the phone's yeah gonna and, ring. and i think a lot of agents also they hope that the company they work for is going to do it for them and yeah. invariably that's not going to happen you know you've yeah. got to be successful yourself you can't and the problem is the bigger the company you work for the more generic their advertising is going to be again no yes. offense but no. it it the the bigger the company they can't look after every single individual yeah. I can look after everyone who works at Hardy Property because it's me and then it's I've got two teams and one individual so we're boutique so I can yeah. look after everything that they want but I also say to people do your own thing as well yeah but I don't force people to to, to, to use a certain there, platform yeah. if you don't like Instagram don't use it definitely you no, know, don't do, because do the things you like because yeah. it's going to be so it's going to be painful and you're not going to enjoy it I love I love Instagram, yeah. you know, and I'm, 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 I'm quick. I'm waiting for someone on a viewing view shot. Thank you. Done link to the property, you know, but it's quick for me. Yes. I, it's done in 30 seconds, but I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. So I, I never force people to do things that they don't yeah. want to do. I, I, it's like I say to the ladies who work for me, who do like the Ronda Bosch, that kind of market, they're not really on socials, but they love walking their dogs. So go to the yeah. park every day for an hour, you know, yeah. meet, meet all of your, Meet yeah. the people who are going to sell houses in the park with their dogs. You know, it's you got to suit it to who you are and what you enjoy. For sure. Otherwise, it's as you said, it's not a it, you, you're not going to love your Mondays then. Definitely. No, exactly. Um, and I think you're the agent um, in our market at the moment that probably does the most collaborative deals. Um, could you just shed a little bit more light on the importance of these collaborations and partnerships and providing? that service to your clients and also like there's such a view that you know you shouldn't share your commission and you should protect your commission and, and stuff like that and a lot of us that when we get trained we get trained to protect our commission mm. especially in South Africa don't don't just give it away yeah so um, what's your view on that and has that I mean do you think those collaborations have boosted your business in a so way? I believe the latest figure is and we're we're three and a half years old. I believe in that time we've done 32 collaborative deals. Wow. So, and that's either, and, and again, it's, it's mainly myself just because obviously it was me at the beginning um, and it's been predominantly m myself, um, but it's, it's always about collaboration. Um, there is only yeah. one property that I did not collaborate on simply because it was highly sensitive I knew the amount of interest I was going to get, and I, I kind of just had to control it. Um, yeah. So, because uh, it was in the media, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was just one thing. But I, every time I go to a client's house, I tell them, you give me your property, and if Josh calls me tomorrow and says I've got a buyer, please can I bring them? Absolutely. I, I've even just told, and I'm taking something on next week, which is a really nice house, I've already told another agent about it. Wow. Because why not have the yeah, deal? Exactly. Yeah. What goes around comes around and it's much better for the client. And if you look at the bigger picture, you will, 
you will gain more, earn more if you collaborate with people because then yes. the relationship is, is open up on both sides. Yes. They'll come to you because it's about the relationships that we have. Yeah. So I open from day dot always. Amazing. Wow. And how's that? that? That's almost like a flip on the UK market because in the UK, nobody, you don't, I've never heard of like the collaborations really happening. It's more of just they, a... They do, they do in London. They, they, okay. So I, I agree with you in the rest of the market. So in yeah. London, they always have, they keep it closed at the beginning and then they've yeah. got a system, a central system. And it says, we're going to open this up and we'll offer a percentage. But uh, okay. you are right. Yeah. There are people in the London market who are trying to change that. And actually, I saw yeah. a post this last week. Um, and you know that the, the playing field in, in South Africa has really, really changed. I would say in the last two years, the majority of agents are, are prepared to share, whether they're corporate or not corporate. The problem, again, is you go to yeah. the agents who are working for a, for a big company who have rules and then say they're in a partnership with people, yeah. then it gets a bit tricky because they, then they start slicing it and they go, hold on a minute, I've got to split, split with them, yeah. split with them, and, you know, and it's... And Rather I can, than focusing and on I the can see it, but still, yeah. it's you should have the interest of the client. So it's so unusual now for me to come across someone who isn't prepared to share. And I even yeah. tested an agent the other day, and I went, I'll give you 90 10. Yeah. And they said no. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. That, for, for me, I'm going to be really yeah. honest, that's really short sighted. Yeah. Um, Get the because, deal done. Because yeah. also, I was looking after the buyer. I just want the buyer to have the right um, property. Yes. That's all I wanted. I just wanted them to have it. So I said, fine. I said, I know you've just taken it on, but let me through the door 90-10. And they said no. And I, was, I have to say, I was quite flabbergasted. I was just like, wow. okay. Um, but I would say that the majority of agents now are really open to sharing and they're, they're starting to understand the benefits of it. Amazing. That's great. Well, um, well done on that and Thanks. all those deals you've done. And I think it's yeah, it's and good we've to, and we've been yeah, we've we've we've, we've been on that those, journey yeah, as yeah, well. A couple so, of those, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's been awesome. Yeah. yeah thanks. So I want to get into the social media stuff because I know that's what you and I love, and we connected through social media. So I remember you saying that you don't really do any cold calling or canvassing, and mm -hmm. I just why is this the case? Um, yeah, because it gives me the EBGBs. Yeah. So, so the UK culture yeah. is you're not allowed to call people yeah, anyway. Yeah. You can write okay. them nice letters um, okay. or you can put flyers through people's doors. But in the UK, you're not actually allowed to do it. And the culture is that if you want to market your house, you call the agent. OK, so yeah, that's yeah. what I'm used to. So how did you get listings in the UK? Would, would people no, no. just so, call so you? So people, no, people call the brand yeah, yeah. and there's either a valuer there. Remember, it's salary. Yeah. So there's a manager, okay. there's a valuer, there's, you know, okay, and then so the agents are there yeah. like the, then you yeah. go, right, we've got this property, go for it. But your salary yeah. plus you get something on top. So it's a very different okay. culture. I see. So it's never been in, it's never been in my uh, sort of, it's never been natural for me to, to call people. So then when I yeah. came over here and they said, oh, we call people, I was like, oh, my <laughs> Lord. Um, so, but I didn't come in as an agent. I didn't have yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah. So then when I set up on my own, then I was really scared. I was like, yeah. because it's, I, 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 I yeah, I, it, I can't bear the thought of it. Um, and sure. I, I still think I can say that I have never 
in the three and a half years of Hardy Property, I have not made a phone call. I will admit I've sent about six WhatsApp messages, but that was just the same development yes. because I sold something in five days. I see. And I just thought yeah, this yeah. is crazy. All these people want to live in here. Yeah. Um, and I might send a few more messages to people. But if I'm yeah. being completely honest, I'm so busy yeah. that I actually don't, I don't get round to that and I don't have the time to do it. And I yeah. also don't want someone else to do it for me because yes. that person is not me. Yeah. No, that makes you know, sense. it's not going to come across in the same way. And the amount of clients who say to me, oh, God, I, I get a call. Sorry. I get a yeah. call from, you know, X every month, but it's just yeah. the PA or it's just someone who's employed to do it. And they don't like it. It's not personable. They don't, yeah. they, they don't yeah. like it. So why would I put myself into yeah. that camp? I get why people do it. I really, really do. 100%. But for me, it's, it's a, it's a no-go. Not your thing. So how are you getting a business? I know, is it, is it all through social media? So, or no, is it no, all so it's, so, so, so 85% is referral networks, is network. Wow. But the social media has definitely gained some serious momentum. I've had quite a lot of sales and rentals through, you know, actually getting the properties. Um, yeah. So, and that's, I mean, that's really, really sort of picked up momentum. And I guess it's that coupled with, I guess, reputation. You know, the more business that you do, the more people speak. Cape Town's a small place. Um, again, consistency with social media. Um, yeah. You've got to love it. You've got to enjoy it. Um, and, and look, I guess shouting about your success stories. I'm not afraid to shout about our success stories because otherwise, how do people know? I don't really do flies. I don't call people. Yeah. I'm not a big one for going out. Um, so yeah. how else are people going to know? So it's, yeah, yeah, it's, I guess it's the, it's the chat and it's the, it's the Instagram. Amazing. Mainly following. So what are your, what are you, what's this podcast is sponsored by Vanzel Kruger attorneys. Vanzel Kruger attorneys have been my number one supporter since the first day that I started in the real estate industry. They've always been there for my clients when critical questions around the transfer of a property have come up and I'm super grateful to them for sponsoring this podcast. If you are looking for a transferring attorney on your next sale, please consider Vanzel Kruger Attorneys. They won't let you down. So yeah, thanks again to Vanzel Kruger Attorneys for sponsoring the podcast. And yeah, it wouldn't be possible without them. What strategies are you kind of focusing when it comes focusing on when it comes to social media? Is there a specific thing that you do, I don't know if you're willing to share any of your... I'm always willing to share. <laughs> Listen, knowledge yeah. is power. And, yeah, yeah. and actually, you know, um, I don't have a mentor, but there is someone that I respect highly in the UK. And he always says, why wouldn't you share your knowledge with people? You know, why not? Um, sure. So I, I'm a firm believer in that. So there's not really any secrets with me. And people are like, probably like, writing down notes now just gone and got a pen um so um but again i'm I'm sorry to use this word but it's it's super super key it's consistency um as i said i do all the social media for hardy property so i just make sure that it's always there and then for my personal self if i think it's of interest to people i don't like to ram it down people's throats yeah you know i just make sure that i'm always doing stuff there and it's and also it's it's static shots, it's reels, it's I'm always doing stories as I go along. You've got to make it interesting for people as well. Definitely. You know, it's got to yeah. be dynamic, it's got to be interesting. 
guess a bit of your personal stuff thrown in there as well. Obviously, Hardy Property Page is very professional. Yeah. But the stuff that I do, you know, I'm a human being. You know, I like to go to Dalebrook and, and swim in the pool there. So you're always going to see that. That's part of lifestyle in Cape Town. For sure. Um, and that's another thing. It's actually selling. You're, se you're selling a lifestyle. For sure. We, yeah. are, we, are, we are dangling a carrot all the time in front of all of those people who are not in Cape Town going, look at this amazing place that we live in. But as to strategy, yeah, okay, I, I do spend money on it. I do the odd paid promotion here and there. Um, but I just make sure it's interesting and it's varied. And yeah. and I think it's also the nature of the properties that you take on. You know, it's your, your gain an audience, you know, whether it's a penthouse, or it's a Dutch gable, or it's, a, I don't know, some yeah. a, a Backoven um, apartment yeah. looking over the sea or a bungalow in Clifton. So, yeah. For you know, sure. it's it's variety. And you think social media is going to play a bigger role as we go, you know, as as the years go on? Um, in, I, I don't see how, I don't see how it can't. Mark. Yeah. yeah. I, I, but I, I, like I, with more sale, I, you know, you spoke of someone buying a property through reached out to you on yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, do you think people are actually going to go on to like, let's say Instagram or something and then they'll message the agent and be like, can um, we set up? I, I that think there's more and more people following Companies, individuals, hashtags. Um, I know the hashtags that you follow because every yeah. time I put them in, it says Campspeak guy <laughs> follows yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. So I know yeah, that, yeah. you know, I, I don't yeah. sound weird. I know you're looking, yes, um, but yes. agents are. But I yeah. want the agents to look because I want them yeah. to see what I've got so they can phone me and go, Rich, I've got yeah. a buyer or a tenant or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's the collaboration side of thing. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I think there's definitely, definitely more people following or you're prominent in their feeds or whatever and they'll reach out to you and go, listen, I'm looking. Please tell me. Please put me on your list. There's a lot, there's a lot of that as well. Yeah, yeah. So the more you put yourself above and yeah. you're there for people to see, they're going to, they're going to approach you. Yes. If you're hiding... Yeah. No one's no one's going to know. You're just a number in a company or so you've got to you've got to keep doing it. So I think I don't see how social media can yeah go it's, away. It's Obviously there's away. always going to be variations of social media. You know, yeah. there's this platform will pop up, something on new will pop up, it's a, and then you're just like, oh, another another platform. Another thing I have to post. You know, on like the Telegram or something <laughs> like that, or Threads. You know, yeah, no, I mean Threads Threads exploded and we were all like, oh no, another platform <laughs> I've got to put stuff on. Um, I still sure. do <laughs> yeah, yeah. for the company, but I don't really do it for myself because you don't really get Not anything interested of it. In it no, it's, well. And also you don't really get anything of it as well. So, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Because I think, I think most agents, they start or when they start off in the industry, a lot of agents think, oh, I'm going to post a few things on social media and I'm going to sell a property through social media. Yeah. I'm going to get listings because I just blasted it out to all my... Um, followers and everything um, but then you know that dies down after a while so how do they you know how do you keep up that consistency and where do you find the value in using social media like when things aren't happening obviously things happen for you but how do you think you can kind of like keep that but up you've, if but, you've got to, but you've got to put the effort in yeah so yeah. you've you've got to start and you've got to carry on if you stop nothing yeah. it, it won't happen I yeah. know that like say in the winter months here I, I will take my foot off the gas a little bit, yes, okay? Yes. Because I'm, I, I'm so busy, uh, but yeah. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. But I do take my foot off the gas just slightly in winter because 
it, it's it's a yeah. quieter market. I can immediately see yeah. that, that things slow down because my energy, and I yes. believe in this, what you put into stuff is what you get out. Yes. What you put into the universe, you get out. You 100%. know, so it's if, if I'm putting the energy in, I'm going to get the energy back because mm. people are feeding off it. If you're not there, people won't have nothing to feed off. And so that's what yeah. I say, to, I used to, when I do tr used to do training before, I used to say to people, as you said, very enthusiastic. They start, and they go, oh yeah, I've done one post and it's amazing and I'm gonna sell it. And then they get busy and then they go, oh no, I'm not really interested in social media. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't go anywhere. For it's sure. the same with all of the people who come into the industry because they go, oh, look at him, he must be making lots of money and it's really easy, and I'm gonna join X, and I'm gonna go, oh, I'm an agent now, and then there's just this huge tumbleweed, you know, <laughs> just going yeah. like this, because people like, people are like, yeah. I don't care that you're an agent. I've got, I've got Sally who I know, I know John here, I know Josh here, I know Richard here. Why would I come and use you when you're brand new, you've got no experience, and, and, and people are like, and they're like, oh wow, this is not quite it. And then they have to start cold calling. <laughs> yeah, then the cold calling. <laughs> then they have to, to start. Yeah, then they have to start cold yeah. calling and doing that awful thing. Um, yeah. But it's it's not easy. Um, yeah. But you know, I was very lucky because I knew I knew a lot of people. But that was from before, yeah. and I've worked super super hard. And when I wake up in the morning, I'll happily do social media at five o'clock in the morning. Tonight, I'll do social media. In the day, I'm I'm doing it. But I but I love it. So it's, so it's a huge advantage. I love yeah. doing it. So it's a bit unfair on people who don't. I, it's, it's a key thing for me. Amazing. Yeah, I love it as well. And I think you've got to, I think people that are using it now are going to see the benefits even more. But I mean, you, you, must have, you must have noticed, and I mean, you're one of the people that I watch, and it, yeah. there's a few key people that, you know, yes. it's, uh, now it's, it's the cool reels. It's, it's yes. now bringing yourself into the picture if you feel confident about doing it. It's not just Definitely. a static da-da-da. It's, it's you, it's introducing. Yeah. It's, it's, you've got to keep it interesting for people. Um, yes. But you've got, to spend, you've got to spend money. You've definitely, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, we spend a lot of money on our social yeah, media. Yeah, so do I. As, yeah, and you've got, you've got to. Otherwise, it's, otherwise, because the quality, you can see now, people, you can distinguish. I'm all about that quality. And you can distinguish an oak that's just walked in and his camera's halfway like no, that. And and I, and it has to be, if you want to be selling, especially in this market. And then, you can yeah. tell now that something's not done with a gimbal or, you know, it's, and you can tell the yeah. quality and people can see that quality. And they're now benchmarking you with that quality. I mean, it amazes yeah. me how many listings don't have videos. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have a video, a reel, um, the photographs for it, portrait, landscape. You've got to think of yes. everything. You've got to think about all of those things. It's amazing. And then when you get a listing up, and invariably it goes around your group of agents, go, God, dude, look at this. It's like, have you seen this listing? You go, <laughs> how on earth? <laughs> could you put that out to the marketplace? And how yes. did your company allow you to put that out to the marketplace? Yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. When, when I started working in 2016, I can tell you now 90% of photographs were being taken by the agent. On their cell phone. Yeah. Or with a camera. Yeah, with the camera. And wow. I came in tonight, Frank, and I went, no more. Yeah. No, it's all got to be professional. And then it has, and then very quickly, very quickly, within a year, you saw almost every company doing professional photographs. And that's what I mean about yes, staying ahead yes. of the curve, because I saw it. 
then it was videoed, then it's a, uh, then it's a, uh, but now it's like, you know, to do all of this stuff, you know, it, it actually it's costs money. And it's, so yeah. are you going to pay for it? Or is your company going to pay for it? And are they going to do it for you? That's a decision you've got to make. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you've got to do it. I, I mean, every, every agent, I think every agency's now can't got a um, retainer with a photographer. It's just yeah. standard. That's like yeah. added onto the cost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's time that we, you know, we start wrapping it up and yeah, I really appreciate chatting to you. Um, so the real estate industry can be really daunting. And what advice do you have for young people that are looking to get into the industry? What would you say to them? Yeah. Sure. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause you get, you get approached by people all the time. Um, so I think go and work for someone who's gonna look after you. Um, I, I don't think it's necessarily great to be thrown into the deep end. I, I think get someone who's gonna look after you and approach someone that where you like their style and you like what they do and it ticks the boxes for you. Um, know who your network is, your parents' network, you know, know what your network is and don't think that you have to take over the world. Yeah. That's also what a lot of people do. Start small. If you've been living in student accommodation in Ronde Bosch, start with Ronde Bosch, with students, yes. with whatever. If your parents live in Newlands and you know them well, start in Newlands. Start yeah. the circle like that, keep going with that circle, and it will that, that circle will naturally get bigger. But if you try to be here, there, and everywhere, yeah. It's, it's not going to work unless you're incredibly tenacious. Yeah. And nine out of 10 will fail. It's a very, it's a very, very hard industry to get into. And I think you and I, yeah. people like you and I potentially make <laughs> it look a bit glamorous. Yes, definitely. Um, and yeah, others yeah. definitely make it yeah. look glamorous, but they haven't yeah. got to glamour yes. uh, by just it happening. It doesn't just happen. You've, yeah. you've got a graft. Um, and you've got to really think strategically about who you go and work for, who is looking after you, and how you are going to get properties and not rely on other people. For sure, 100%. I think that's great advice, thanks. And then what inspires you and motivates you every day? Um, well, obviously I'm super proud that I've got this brand <laughs> yes, that yes. other people seem to want to work for, which I'd never really envisaged. Um, and that we've come quite a long way in a short period of time. I didn't quite see that as well, um, yeah. but it's been natural growth. So I'm super pumped by, um, I guess, yeah, look, I'll give you one example. Yesterday, I had a, a meeting with someone, and they said, oh, my, my partner's friend follows you yes. on Instagram yes. and has just seen what you've been doing, and it's really fantastic, and we, we know other people who've used you. We looked at your website. It's amazing, and then we want to meet you. We had a really great meeting, um, and I felt... It's actually giving me goosebumps now. I actually felt so enthused by that afterwards and I was like wow that's actually what it's about wow so I will very yeah. happily get up at five o'clock in the morning go to the gym get my, or get up at five o'clock in the morning work and then go to the gym whatever make sure you do your exercise um 100%. you know and 
and it and I, I think also I think it's also freedom. Yeah, it's freedom to do what I want to do, what I want to do with the company, et cetera, et cetera. But I just get a real buzz from the feedback. And now that we've sort of really found ourselves in the market and people are going, oh, no, I know Hardy Property. Oh, no, I know Richard. And it's been three and a half years wow. for Hardy Property. And I'm now really sort of, you know, reaping those benefits. And, you know, three years is a key period for people. I always used to yeah. say that in training as well. You've got to give yourself three years. And I'm now yes. really, really feeling that. And yeah, I've, I, I, I just get really enthused by people's feedback and compliments and, um, you know, feedback about the brand, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, I guess that's what it is. But I, also, I just, I love property. I love people. And that's why I don't want it taken away. From, uh, that's why yeah. I love... You love that sales I love, role. I, I, I do, actually. And, I, and I, I haven't done it since in my early 20s. Sure. And this is, and I'm loving being an agent who sells values, meets people, does the deal, um, yeah. yeah, and sees fantastic properties. So, Stunning. Yeah. And, yeah. and is there anything in the future? Do you have any vision for what Hardy Property is going to be in the next 10 years? Or um, do you want to no. just keep growing <laughs> organically? <laughs> no, because I didn't really have the vision yeah. of where we are now. Yes. Um, but again, it's all organically happened. Anyone who's working for Hardy Property came to Hardy Property on their own steam. You know, I never asked anyone to come here and I'm absolutely delighted with the people who we've got. Um, it's amazing. Um, sure. It's not to say we don't need a few people in some key areas, but at the same yeah. time, that will just happen naturally. Um, sure. But to be honest with you, I, I don't really have a plan. We've just, we just keep going. We just yeah. keep busy and we just keep selling and renting and yeah. There's Amazing. nothing else you can do, but just keep working hard and enjo enjoying it, really. Um, and who knows, who knows where Hardy Property yeah. will go. Amazing. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Richard. No, for welcome. Thank you. Coming on the pod, and yeah, you're one of our first guests, and I'm honoured to have you here. And it's been a really good conversation, but I feel like we barely touched the surface we didn't, of a we few didn't. things. So. Yeah. We've got to do a Malaysia yeah. one now as well. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely have to get you on again. Um, so, yeah, can't wait. No, cool. Uh, can't Thank wait you so for much. The next one. Yeah, no, pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, guys.